0: What about a car when traveling abroad? That's a question you get asked early on when it comes to travel. How best to answer this is it's important to know who you are and who they are, especially as to the needs, comfort, and stress areas when it comes to travel, and for that matter at home as well. Certainly it's vastly different for a single traveler versus uh, multiple as a single it's easy to make quick decisions ride-alongs are a realistic option well as a multiple uh, you don't have so many uh, ride-along opportunities uh, but you do have at least two brains and uh, two or more sets of eyes which is massive when considering options like reading road signs directions parking Remembering where you parked, just to name a few. Hey there, you're listening to Dwelling Tiny, a podcast on creating new experiences through travel, life abroad, on a minimal budget, and while later in life. If Jeff can do it, why not you? Now your host, Jeff Jasper. In 2022, I wanted to increase international travel Uh, (laughs) increase meant uh, do some Uh, and in particular uh, traveling not so much as a tourist but traveling to live albeit for short term Uh, I was uh, considering more of a taste what's it like to live in this country and to me that means being there for in the neighborhood uh, roughly of 2 to 3 months a lot of, otherwise you're traveling as a tourist and you're staying in tourist areas typically and you're going rushing from one uh, tourist site to the next i wanted to be in the country getting feeling what it what it what's it like to buy groceries what what are they how would I live if I were there? Because who knows, I might. Increase income, you know, that's, uh, that, that, that's an option, but it, for most of us, it's not that easy to just go off and increase your income. However, we do all have an outgo, and it, it bears a, a mind you can use a sharp pencil and figure out ways of reducing your outgo. I have. After uh, assessing my expenditures, it was a whole lot easier to, to do that, uh, you know, analyzing what you spend and how you spend it was the beginning. I was shocked uh, to realize that my auto vehicle cost me more than the housing costs. I, I, I own my uh, home, it's a, it's a small home, but I own it, a lot of property and, uh, you know, just very, very minimal expenses. And then there's food costs. Well, food costs, you have food costs um, no matter what happens, but no matter what the situation was, But I'm, I don't pinch, but, uh, I, you know, I eat well and I go out and what have you. But that was uh, number, that, that, that was down there. That was the, the third, you know, my, my uh, property costs, food costs were very close to the same. Uh, than the property actually for auto first off you there's a cost in owning the vehicle by by that I mean you have to you know you paid when you bought it we all know that the second you buy it uh, depreciation happens but um, not only that it depreciates rapidly as you own it then you have um, insurance uh, and there's a cost of, of, if you finance the vehicle, there's the cost of that financing. Um, and uh, then you have maintenance. It's an ongoing thing. Even if the car just sits there, the tires are rotting while they're sitting there. Um, and uh, so you, you have a radical... And then if you travel, um, you have storage costs. You you have to have a place for the car to sit, so you've got acquisition, depreciation, insurance, maintenance, fuel, storage, and in my case, um, you know, you you I've owned a lot of vehicles over the years, and but I never realized how much just that one category was was costing me. Now I understand you have the flexibility of grabbing the keys and going. And that is nice. And that's so US, so much uh, in the US. But today's style of, of people, they, have, they use a lot of more tra- public transportation. Um, it, it just, it's different. And when traveling abroad, you find that they don't look at the car the same way we do, at least in many countries. My, my car at the time that I did this last year in 2022 um, was getting, uh, you know, it had a, it, it was five years old, going on five years. Uh, it needed uh, some expensive maintenance. Uh, by that, I mean, it was pushing uh, uh, 80, 90,000 and uh, it's, there's, at some point you're gonna have to do a timing belt and what have you and the, the costs start going up. Um, and uh, so I I wanted to reduce my cost position uh, for my lifestyle so I focused on you know what are the options well I I really got into this uh, electric vehicles and I thought well if I switch to electric vehicle it has virtually no maintenance involved Um, and if I buy a used uh, electric vehicle um, you know so that just occupied my mental power for many months uh, to the point where I set off um, to uh, purchase one that I had located on Carvana and uh, I actually went and drove made the transaction went to leave driving down the road and I realized that there's no way that I can get back to where I came from I was um, with this Electric vehicle, used electric vehicles. There wasn't enough chargers to get from there back uh, at the condition that it was in, the battery was in. So I returned it hours later and just erased the transaction. Drove home, licked my wounds. Now, driving to and from, it was about a four and a half hour drive up and back. But anyhow, I just like uh, that didn't work out too well. And uh, I decided to continue to my focused destination, which is Costa Rica, without addressing the problem any further. Uh, I, uh, my decision to go to Costa Rica was not based on selling the car and uh, cutting back expenses. But uh, after two months of staying in Costa Rica, um, I, without having a vehicle, I it just realized that it it made no sense, at least in that country. Um, the cost of owning a vehicle in Costa Rica is expensive. They are not cheap. And you cannot bring in a, a car from outside of the country reasonably at all. They, are, it's, they want you to buy their cars, and they would just assume you buy the used ones. And so it's just like, whoa, I'm not going to buy a, a vehicle. And I found out that walking is, is in many cases, you're walking here, there, and everywhere. And I don't mind that. Um, The bus system in Costa Rica is phenomenal. It's cheap, um, reasonable. It's cheap, uh, let's face it. And they go everywhere. They've got buses going everywhere. uh, So I didn't find that an issue. There is Uber. You can, if you need to stay out at a restaurant late and call Uber and take you home, it is cheap. Uh, way cheaper than having a vehicle. So, the traveling around the country is not a problem, not an issue. Also, by meeting other expats and what have you, ride-alongs where people say, I'm going here, going there, a lot of people post on Facebook. On, on on the local page for the town and on Facebook, you know, I need a ride to go into uh, this town to go to this store or what have you. And people, they just, a lot of sharing. And that virtually costs nothing. I mean, certainly you maybe contribute toward the fuel or what have you, but it, it basically costs you nothing. Um, so when I returned, I realized that I don't need to have a, a vehicle. Um, and when I came back, I, I didn't have any feeling of uh, being restricted. Um, it was just I was living more like a local in that country than I was a U.S. tourist. After returning back home to the U.S., I priced my vehicle again with um, CarMax, Carvana, and several others, and uh, I found out that I was able to sell it Quite uh, to my uh, pleasure, to Carvana, it was a, they gave me a, what I thought was a very reasonable price. Um, but their lo- location, again, is four and a half hours away. So I went online and I arranged the, the sale with them. Very, very, very easily done. And then I booked a return on a Greyhound bus. And uh, got my reservation for that, Went, drove up to Carvana on that uh, selected day. They said, how are you going to get somebody to pick you up? And I said, no, nah, I don't, I, but I'm, uh, I was going to call Uber. And they said, don't worry about it. We'll take care of that. Well, an Uber vehicle showed up about five minutes later. And this is their location is off in the, out in the suburbs. So I was surprised at how fast he showed up. And he took me to um, the Greyhound Depot. And I said, uh, who's paying for this? Am I paying for it? Or... And he said, no, Carvana's paying it. And so that just added to my pleasure. And I you know, got on the bus, and I had prepaid the, the ticket, which was, I don't remember, about $40. It was, to me, it was like not much more than a tank of gas. And it took me back to my location, not much Uh, longer than it would have taken had I driven. Of course, if I driven, you get tired, you stop to eat, what have you, and you don't have that problem. So I sat and read my uh, Kindle and got back to uh, the town where I'm uh, living. And I got off the uh, bus. And as I walked through the depot, I pulled up the uh, Uber app. And uh, selected a a driver, and uh, he said, "I'll be there in one minute." And he pulled right up and hopped in. And it was a oh, just a couple of minutes, you know, ten miles, a a few miles uh, to my uh, location. I got back, and it was uh, very affordable. Um, I've been in this situation now for a little over I don't know about three months uh, without a vehicle. And I've never once felt um, restricted, uh, an issue. Now, people know, friends know that I've made this choice. I've been very upfront. And uh, there was, there is a a a person in the in the park where I'm living, and I said. uh, uh, if she was interested in uh, giving me ride-alongs on occasion to uh, different appointments, she was, and I, I said, "It's either I'm going to give it to Uber or you, can, you know, pay you." And that was fine. Like at one point, I needed to uh, fly out of an airport that was about an hour away. It was not, you know, to her that was great. She drove me to the airport, and uh, a while later, she picked me back up. Uh, when I returned, same scenario. Um, it's just a, she's just a, a different version of Uber. Uh, you know, a friend that you're, that you're paying to do that. Um, and there's been other friends that say, hey, Jeff, I'm going to um, the grocery store, Walmart, what have you. Do you, you need anything? You want to come along? Today, I. Uh... It was time for me to get some groceries. Uh, yeah. There's a store that's really well stocked. I just, it, It's just a good store. During COVID, would use their app and place my order. And then on a given day, they'd put it in my car, go home. And it was um, just a perfect scenario. I really loved the convenience. Uh, There's a few times that I decided to actually go inside the store and the net result is I always bought five to six items more than I needed on the list. I mean, I I really didn't need them. Yeah, I wanted them, but I didn't need them. And uh, so every time I go in the store, it's more than what I really needed. It's not like I forgot. It's just like, oh, boy, that looks good. Now, fast forward to uh, this time where I don't have a a vehicle. I have been to the store since I've returned to this country a few times, but I was as ride-alongs with friends. Well, today was a day that I wanted to uh, get some groceries, and I didn't. I thought, you know, if you're going to, buy into the system you got to buy into the system and so I went to that uh, app for the same store and I had had a list uh, a pre-canned list in their app which makes it very convenient you just click off the items that you need and boom it's just that fast so I did a little time look at dressing up the the list to make sure it's what I've bought in the last uh, actually three years and so I selected the items that I wanted to, to buy this trip, and they, in scheduled delivery, now they gave me windows that were um, roughly an hour-long window uh, that, that for the delivery. Now, of course, if the delivery was within the next five hours, four or five hours, the price was more expensive. Uh, I selected something that was like five or six hours out, and it was uh, 6 dollars Now, the, the store is uh, what amounts to be 15 minutes away, driving time 15 minutes away. So that eliminated uh, 30 minutes of driving time. The individual delivered, pleasant individual delivered the order, five minutes after uh, the start time. I mean, I was scheduled to be here between 3.30 and 4.30, and she was here at 3.35. and uh, carried it in where he wanted, showed me the eggs to make sure that they were uh, fine. Um, it was just a pleasant experience. The temperature as we speak, uh, as I speak, <laughs> it's 105. Now that's the 105 is the uh, air temperature. The real feel is uh, something like closer to 115, I believe. So I sat in air conditioning doing uh, my uh, projects and uh, somebody delivered it for me. Now I it was 6.95 for the delivery and a $5 tip, so it's $12. And yeah, that's you you say the that, well that's uh a, you know, a lot of money. The reality is, is it eliminated a need to go to the, I I only go to the grocery store about uh, twice a month. So it, it, that's, in that scenario, it would be $24 uh, versus um, I don't have to have car insurance again. So that was, I think, around $130 a, a month. Uh, some number like that. So, uh, again, I'm saving money by not owning a car. You know, when, when my costs worth over $380 on average when you figure in depreciation, maintenance, everything, um, per month, my cost of doing it without that is <laughs> uh, probably less than a hundred dollars a month um, well I know it is less than a hundred dollars a month and that's buying uh, taking people out to meals uh, paying for their m- meals what have you when we when we do socializing what have you and so the net result is I'm try'm I'm, I'm living without a vehicle um, with actually less stress uh, it may sound stupid but You get to the point where um, things bug you. You know, the the, you get in the car and it has a creak or a groan or this or that, and you just I got to get this taken care of. I got to do that. Don't have that. Um, And so, my uh, the 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 base basically, I'm doing it and I'm saving money. Um, And when you consider the fact that I've been without a car for. Oh, I don't know, about four months, uh, and I was in uh, another country for another couple months. So it's it's been about eight months that I've had uh, no vehicle, and it uh, that I owned, and it it's not been an issue. I've not felt uh, anything other than uh, actually more relief, um, and it I believe it's uh, you know it's safer. You get tired um, on a on a trip. Uh, Versus now, instead of saying, I'm going to drive somewhere, it's going to be by bus, or plane, or train, or what have you. Um, And that sounds um, different in this country than it is in other countries. In other countries, that's really common. Uh, Do more traveling and living in other countries. So based on my real-life experience, a car is now a thing of the past for me. And that's my advice uh, to uh, try it on your next trip. You may like it as I do. I feel like uh, life going forward will be less stressful and more economic, certainly. Yes, uh, there may be uh, uh, more planning involved, but that, too, will be good. I'm Jeff Jasper, and this has been episode 38 of Dwelling Tiny. That's it for now. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to learn more, go to dwellingtiny.org. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode.